T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. This is the station you turn to first for live team coverage of breaking news. 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. Good morning, 7 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted. I'm Steve McIntosh. President Biden speaks at vigil for victims of gun violence. We have the story. Valley Center students back in school after a one-day cancellation of classes. I'm Ted Woodward. Those details just ahead. I'm Rodney Price. The Sedgwick County Commission votes to increase pay of its elected officials. That story is ahead. I'm KNSS meteorologist Jennifer Naramore. Another murky start to yet another day with some areas of dense fog and low visibility. Areas of light rain and drizzle. How long will the rain last? The full forecast is coming up. KNSS has breaking news. An off-duty FBI agent shot and killed a man who police say tried to assault the agent at Washington's main commuter rail station Wednesday night. D.C. Executive Assistant Police Chief Ashan Benedict discussing what happened. These two individuals, and again, this is preliminary video, they're involved in this altercation. Uh, one of the individuals pulls out a hand and is assaulted by another. Okay? The two individuals go over the wall. Chief Benedict says both men fell eight feet into a tunnel where the fighting continued until the agent shot the man. President Biden spoke at the 10th annual National Vigil for Victims of Gun Violence last night. Despite signing the bipartisan gun reform bill earlier in the year, the president is listing some of the gun control measures he wants to sign into law. The work continues to limit the number of bullets that can be in a cartridge, the type of weapons that can be purchased and sold attempt to ban assault weapons, a whole range of things that are just common sense. The president has been calling on Congress to pass an assault weapons ban similar to the one that was passed back in 1994, but it's unlikely to gain any Republican support. The Sedgwick County Commission has approved a 3% pay increase for themselves, along with the Register of Deeds, the county treasurer, and the county clerk. Commissioners Pete Meitzner and Lacey Cruz voted no on the measure. Currently, commissioners each earn a base salary of $85,000, while the county clerk, the county treasurer, and the register of deeds each earn $98,570. Sheriff and the district attorney are not affected by this decision. That pay increase is effective January 1st. Students in Valley Center back in class today. Classes were canceled yesterday because of an online threat. School officials say extra police will be in place around all schools in Valley Center. Only visitors with previous appointments will be allowed inside. Additional officers will also be in hand for athletic events, home and away. 
This comes after allegations of racist remarks made during a basketball game last Saturday with Topeka High. The administrations of both schools are working together in that investigation. Wichita's Colvin Elementary has canceled classes for today and tomorrow. Officials say that's because of staffing challenges and illness. A woman has been charged in Wichita's latest homicide. 19-year-old Taya Turner appeared in court Wednesday. Charges against her include first-degree murder, burglary, and theft. 41-year-old Brent Boone was reported missing Thanksgiving Day. Investigators found a body believed to be Boone in an area southeast of Clearwater earlier this month. Police still are looking for 31-year-old Saul Valenciana in connection to the case. U.S. military leaders are providing an update on their efforts supporting Ukraine. Fox's Jennifer Griffin reports. Time magazine's new man of the year, President Zelensky, visited the front lines to on injured Ukrainian soldiers as top U.S. national security officials gave senators a classified briefing on how the Ukrainians are using U.S. military support to stymie the Russian advance. Concerned that the longer the war goes on, U.S. weapons stockpiles will be depleted. High-end precision weapons like the HIMARS multiple rocket launch system have been a game-changer forcing Russia to retreat. The Pentagon secretly altered the HIMARS rocket systems it's been sending to Ukraine, shortening the missile's long-range capabilities so they cannot hit inside Russia to avoid having the conflict spread, drawing NATO in further. And the U.S. is sending 20 HIMARS missiles to Ukraine. The U.S. House set to take a final vote on protections for same-sex marriages. The vote today will send the legislation to President Joe Biden, a monumental step in a decades-long battle for nationwide recognition of such unions. A law requiring all states to recognize same-sex marriages would be a relief for hundreds of thousands of couples who have married since the Supreme Court's 2015 decision legalizing the marriages. 7.04 now, four minutes past 7 o'clock with Stephen Zed. Winning streak on the line tonight, Wichita State women's basketball on the road. We'll preview that one coming up in sports. Employees of the New York Times go on strike. That story coming up on the KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted. The KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted, now 7.08, eight minutes past 7 o'clock. Hundreds of journalists and other employees at the New York Times began a 24-hour walkout today in what would be the first strike of its kind at the newspaper in more than 40 years. Newsroom employees and other members of the News Guild of New York say they are fed up with bargaining that has dragged on since their last contract expired in March of 2021. The union announced last week that more than 1,100 employees would stage a 24-hour work stoppage unless a deal could be struck. More details emerge about the plotters who dreamed of overthrowing the German government as suspects now appear in court. They wanted to install a former member of a German royal family as leader and an ex-paratrooper to run the military. Prosecutors say suspects linked to the so-called Reich Citizens Movement had a plan to storm Parliament and take control by force. Interior Minister Nancy Faeser saying they were inspired by coup d'etat fantasies and conspiracy ideologies. She added the Reich citizens hate democracy and those who support the German community. Among the 25 suspects arrested were one active soldier, several reservists and a former far-right lawmaker. Jonathan Savage, Fox News.
Visiting Disney World during the holiday season will cost you more. Disney World raises prices for single-day tickets with the cost depending on the park and the day folks choose to go. The cost of a single ticket to Epcot between $114 to $179, Disney's Hollywood Studios between $124 to $179, and the Magic Kingdom costing $124 to $189 a ticket with the highest price typically the week of Christmas to New Year's. Disney says the Magic Kingdom Park will be priced at or above our other theme parks due to the incredible demand as it remains the most visited theme park in the world. The Animal Kingdom will keep its current price range, costing between $109 and $159 a ticket. Previously purchased tickets will be honored at their original price. Kristen Goodwin, Fox News. New York City's rat infestation still clawing at the city's mayor. New York Mayor Eric Adams has been looking to put a dent into the Big Apple's rodent population, but a health inspector has ratted out the city's leader for having an infestation of his own at a Brooklyn property. The New York Times reports Adams attempted to weasel out of a $300 fine during a Tuesday hearing. The mayor, though, is hardly alone. New Yorkers as a pack are dealing with an overwhelming number of rats lurking throughout the Big Apple, so much so that last month the city put out a want ad for a so-called rat czar to help. Tom Graham, Fox News. And again, about three dozen rat terriers, and the problem is solved. 710 now, 10 minutes past 7 o'clock. Traffic so far this morning, well, uh, things are looking interesting out there as far as uh, traffic is concerned. Uh, something to be aware of is that we've got... Uh, well, we've got some fog in the area. It's it's heavier in some places than others. Right now, visibility at Eisenhower National Airport listed at four miles. Uh, just remember that can vary greatly depending on where you're at. Seeing some fairly heavy uh, fog on some of these areas on the uh, Witchway cameras, the Kansas Department of Transportation uh, website, where you can see those uh, traffic cameras. Seeing some pretty heavy fog there. Traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I'm Jed Chambers. And now the KSN Storm Trackers we forecast with Kansas Today meteorologist Lucy Dahl. Good morning, Lucy. Good morning, guys. How are you? Good, Good to have you with us. Is this the first time you've been on with us, Lucy? I think it's the second. Second. Yeah. So Just, uh, I guess the first was a memorable. Oh, yeah. Not, ah. not, not really what we call a precious moment then for you anyway. <laughs> okay. Hey, where's the rain? Are we going to get some rain this morning or not? It's going to be more drizzle than rain today. This mist that we have right now is kind of going to transition into more of a drizzle as we head into the afternoon. But it's really going to be isolated to the first half of the day. After about 3, 4 p.m., drier air is going to take over and we'll be dry at least throughout most of the day on Friday. But we are looking at some rain chances late Friday night into Saturday, and that's going to be more of a significant rainfall event. All right. So so uh, what do we got for our current conditions then, huh? Current temperatures around 44 degrees here in the Wichita area. Now, visibility is going to be the main issue as you head out the door. Current visibility at Eisenhower National Airport is about four miles of uh, four miles of visibility, and that has dropped significantly over the last hour. So just watch out for patchy fog and also some slick spots on roads as we have a lot of moisture in our air starting to condense on the roadways. All right. Well, again, you don't know us very well, Lucy, but, uh, you know, Christmas is coming. And if you're thinking about a gift for Ted and me, we like to limit. Uh, uh, we like to limit our people who give to us uh, to two hundred dollars. So nothing more than two hundred dollars. Okay, sounds piece. good. Okay, I'm okay. Oh, she, she agreed to it. Yeah, listen to that. Oh, I didn't agree to anything. Oh, I just was acknowledging. She just acknowledged it. Right. Oh, 
All right. Thank you, Lucy. That's the case. Yep. Storm Tracker forecast with Kansas today, meteorologist Lucy Dalt. It's a pity somebody who's never been on the air with us. She has been on the air with us. She has? Yes. I guess I wasn't there that day. I don't remember it. Okay. Again, <laughs> quite an impression. Today is a Thursday, December 8th, 2022. On this date in 1987, President Ronald Reagan and Soviet leader Mikhail S. Gorbachev signed a treaty at the White House calling for destruction of intermediate-range nuclear missiles. Remember that, Ted? Wow. It looked like a great day yeah, yeah. In, world, mm-hmm. in world history. 1987. We had a cloudy day across central Kansas Wednesday. Wichita's high temperature was 47 degrees. Normal high for the date, 48. And again, right now, we've got 44 degrees. The uh, Transportation Security Administration, known as TSA, is trying to educate travelers after an incident that occurred in Wisconsin. The TSA for the Great Lakes region said on Twitter, a dog was accidentally sent through the x-ray machine at the Dane County Regional Airport in Madison. Apparently, the dog wasn't hurt. The dog was in a closed backpack. Airport x-ray machines, uh, should be noted, do not emit harmful amounts of radiation. If you'd like to check out more of the story, go to our webpage, knssradio.com, about the dog who went through the x-ray machine. All right, see what else we got going on here. Sedgwick County EMS and Fire District 1 holding a joint EMS and Fire Career Fair on Saturday, December 10th from 1 to 3 p.m. Something you want to check out, maybe if you're looking for a career, a good career with the EMS or the, the Fire Department. The affair will happen at the Wichita Fire Regional Training Center. That's at 4746 East 31st Street, 31st North, I believe. The fair will feature several public safety agencies looking to fill positions available immediately. So not just fire, but uh, other agencies are going to be there as well. All right, Ted, interesting news this morning about the county and the Century County Commissioners voting 3-2 to two to raise their own pay by 3%. Um, That'd be interesting if you had a job where you could just raise your own pay every now and then. Uh, I've never had a job like no, that. That's what, politi- I know you, that's what you politicians do. <laughs> I know you haven't either. But nope. Uh, and $98,000 plus another 3%. They can probably get by on that pretty easily, don't you think? Yeah, have a little leftover, maybe. At any rate. I don't know what kind of lifestyles they lead. Maybe it doesn't. Uh, Pete Meitzner, uh, who's on with us every week, he, he voted against it. And uh, yeah, he was one two of the votes. two that voted against it. Uh, Pete, yeah, but if Pete knows if he has if he has any money problems, he can come to Steve and Ted, and we'll put him in. He, he can come to us, and we'll put him in touch Nothing with somebody who will happen, help him out. He can come to us. <laughs> we'll put him in touch with the in touch with the savings and loan somewhere. All right, let's see what else we got going. We got a uh, Friday tomorrow. Friday's already here, Ted. This week is kind of zipping by. I'm going to be at Taco Bell in the uh, five o'clock hour in the evening. That's the Taco Bell at Twenty First and Ridge. For uh, the uh, Taco Bell Christmas cash giveaway. Very good. $98 will go to somebody at random coming through the drive-thru. And you could be that person if you're there at 5 o'clock hour at 21st and Ridge. Something that we've been doing now for a several a couple of weeks now as we go into the Christmas season. We do this. We've done it every year for several years. A great way uh, for Taco Bell and KNSS to say thank you for listening. Just thanks for uh, you know, for being around, and here's some free money. People exactly. love it, and it's it's really fun to give the money away. Uh, let's see, one more thing I want to talk about, and that is, in just a few minutes, I'm going to regale you with a good romantic story, Ted. Ah, our listeners will want to want to listen for this very romantic 
story of how my wife and I met, because this is a special day for her, uh, for us. Yeah, there, there you, you go. <laughs> That's coming up here. Ah, I'm looking in, forward to that. Just a few minutes. Right now, let's take a look at sports this morning with Ted Woodward. Ted, take it away. And we do have some breaking news. Ooh. Reports coming out that the United States and Russia have agreed to get uh, Brittany Griner out of Russian prison with a prisoner exchange. Wow. So that uh, news, Good news, of course, yeah. which, of course, uh, U.S. pro basketball star Brittany Griner tried and imprisoned in Russia, and she was sent to a sent to a work camp. I understand it wasn't too pleasant there so, either. But, yeah. you know, uh, within a matter of weeks after that now, it looks like uh, the U.S. and Russia have agreed to a prisoner exchange and, and to get Brittany Griner out of Russia. So that, uh, that's just some breaking news here in the last few minutes. Good. Good to hear. Let's take a look at what's going on. Uh, how about Shocker women's basketball? Wichita State is on a six-game winning streak, and the Shockers are on the road at St. Louis tonight, trying to go for their seventh in a row. First meeting ever between the Shockers and the Billikens. Steve Strain will have live coverage of Shocker women's basketball beginning at 645 this evening, and that is on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. Hockey action tonight. The second-place Wichita Thunder is on the road for three games in three nights up in South Dakota, taking on the Rapid City Rush. Wichita's on a three-game winning streak right now. The Rush has won four in a row. 8.05 tonight is game time as the Thunder is starting a five-game road swing. Trying to keep that winning streak going. In the National Hockey League, the Edmonton Oilers won big last night, beat the Arizona Coyotes 8-2. The winning goalie for Edmonton, former Wichita Thunder goalie Stuart Skinner. He's won four of his last five starts for Edmonton. He's got a 9-1-5 save percentage. His eighth win of the season for Edmonton. Got 16 save last night. The Oilers won five out of seven. They're in the number one wildcard spot in the Western Conference. And former Thunder goalie Stuart Skinner picking up another win in goal for Edmonton last night. Let's go to the NBA. The New York Knicks beat the Atlanta Hawks 113-89. Madison Square Garden, the Knicks starting at guard. Former Kansas Jayhawk, Quentin Grimes, made five three-pointers on his way to 23 points. And another Jayhawk coming off the bench for the Knicks. Svi Mikhailuk had three points. He made a three-pointer. Back-to-back wins for the Knicks at home at Madison Square Garden. They're in the number nine spot in the Eastern Conference. We have Thursday night football tonight right here on KNSS. The Las Vegas Raiders are in Los Angeles taking on the Rams. Very quietly, the Raiders have won three in a row. FanDuel has Vegas as a six-and-a-half-point favorite coming into this one. Live coverage of the Raiders and the Rams at 6.30 tonight, live right here on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. And, Steve, I wanted to uh, get to something, circle back to something we didn't get to a couple weeks ago. The passing of a former Shocker basketball star, Vernon Smith. And I think we kind of got lost in the shuffle on Thanksgiving. He passed away on Thanksgiving, so two weeks ago today. Uh, Vernon Smith passed away at the age of 80. A guy that was born in Newton, Kansas. I was going to say he's from Newton, wasn't he? Legendary athlete in Newton, in Newton. as a three-sport star. He played his freshman year in basketball at Oklahoma State and then transferred up here to play for the Shockers for Ralph Miller. Didn't know that. Okay. Uh, and, of course, he was on that Final Four team, and he played. A, he started. He was a starter on that Final Four team. Against UCLA in the Final Four, he had eight points and two rebounds. And then against Princeton in the third-place game, he had 13 points and five rebounds. <laughs> now, was this a team that, that had Stallworth on it? Well, it did or during the regular during the season, race, yeah, but, but, but or he did yeah. in the first semester, but he was ineligible in the second right, semester. Right, right. So Stallworth was not on that Final Four roster. Went to the Final Four, yeah. 
He was they, a good athlete. They went to the Final Four without him. Yeah. Gosh, if they'd had Stallworth, maybe they'd have won it all. Yep. Good chance. You never know. We'll never know. Uh, Vernon Smith was drafted into the Army, and he, then he spent uh, the rest of his life pretty much out in California as, a, as, a, as an educator. So He was part of that team, a real mm-hmm. cog in that machine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So a former Shocker basketball star, Vernon Smith, he passed away two weeks ago today on Thanksgiving Day He at the age of 80. So uh, we send condolences to his family and remember one of the great Shockers, Vernon Smith. And that's sports with Stephen Ted. Hey, coming to Wichita's Interest Bank Arena Saturday, April 8th, Journey with Freedom Tour. Opening act, Toto. Hey. Wow. And we have tickets for you this morning. A couple of tickets to give away right now. 869-1330. 869-1330 if you'd like to go to see that great concert, Journey and Toto at Interest Bank Arena. 722 now. Keep it here for House Call for Health. The country is facing a shortage in treatments for bacterial infections. That's on the way. Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. This is Stephen Tad on 987 and 1330 KNSS. Good morning, Steve McIntosh, Ted Woodward. It's 730 here on this Thursday morning, KNSS. 44 degrees. The Sedgwick County Commission has approved policy changes dealing with the use of force and restraints at the county's juvenile intake and assessment center. There were 10 revisions to JIAC policy 8.810. Drafted this past summer based on the community task force recommendations in response to the death of 17-year-old Cedric Lofted. One of the revisions prohibits a youth from being restrained while in a holding room. Another establishes limits on the use of the prone restraint. Commissioner Sarah Lopez was thankful for the work done in the policy revisions. I really appreciate all the work that's gone into not just this policy, but all the policy changes that we've seen change since you know, obviously everything that happened and taking the recommendations from the task force seriously at, at every level. The revisions will now be submitted to the Kansas Department of Corrections for final approval. Rodney Price, KNSS News. The roving pantry program will not be canceled, thanks in part to a generous gift from an anonymous out-of-state donor. The program takes grocery orders over the phone, helps to shop for seniors who are not able to shop for themselves, Executive Director Laurel Alkiri says the program was in danger of shutting down at the end of the year. We've been doing it for 45 years, and it's a wonderful program. Nobody else is going to deliver and go in the house. You know, we talk about using DoorDash, but they just leave it at the door and knock, and then they're on their way. So there's no, there's no interaction. Alkiri says the donors saw the story online, thought of their own father, who would have benefited from the service when he was still alive. A lawsuit is filed in Missouri over a school district's policy on challenged library books. The ACLU of Missouri is suing the school district in Independence outside Kansas City over its policy of automatically removing any challenged library material before it's reviewed. The lawsuit filed on behalf of four parents in the district comes after a parent in April challenged the children's book Cats vs. Robots, This is War, because it includes a non-binary character. The ACLU argues in the federal lawsuit the policy violates students' First Amendment rights because it restricts their access to ideas 
ideas and information for an improper purpose and without any prior notice. In a statement, the district said it stands by the policy and that it's nearly identical to policies used by numerous public school districts in the state. Lee Silicera, Fox News. A 12-year-old boy is charged with murder in the hit-and-run death of a woman in Texas last month. Police in Dallas not releasing the name of the 12-year-old as he is a minor, but charging him with murder in a hit-and-run car crash that killed 82-year-old Florence Kelly. Officials say the boy was behind the wheel of a speeding Toyota Avalon that ran a stop sign and struck Kelly's car back on November 7th. She was taken to a local hospital after the crash where she died of her injuries. Doorbell camera footage caught the suspect and two young female passengers making a run for it after the Toyota crashed. They left behind a 13-year-old girl who was pinned inside the car. Matt Napolitano, Fox News. Students are taking advantage of colleges no longer requiring them to submit standardized test scores. This year, more than half of the students applying for early action or early decision did not report standardized test scores. The CEO of the American College Test, Janet Godwin, says the scores are still valuable in helping universities sort out students. Having this objective measure of readiness and core academic skills is is critically important. The number of students reporting SAT or ACT scores had a huge drop off in 2020. Since then, testing optional has grown. But Dana Rolander, founder of Midwest College Consultant, says now mom and dad get to stress about whether or not to test. It's just another thing to worry about um, for parents. In Washington, Mike Emanuel, Fox News. Kansas will receive nearly $10 million following a settlement with Jewel over the marketing of their e-cigarette product. Kansas Attorney General Derek Schmidt says the settlement comes after a two-year investigation into Jewel's marketing and sales practices. Kansas will receive the money as part of a $440 million settlement between Jewel and 32 states. The payments will be made over the next 6 to 10 years and will require the company to comply with strict rules that will limit its marketing and sales practices. Now look at the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Jennifer Narabore. Good morning, Jennifer. Good morning. Ease up on your speed as you're heading out and about this morning as we're dealing with some areas of dense fog visibility and down to a quarter of a mile or less. A little light rain or drizzle around this morning. A passing shower lingering this afternoon, the high 50. Tonight, partly cloudy, low upper 20s. Dry for a lot of Friday, but more scattered rain by Friday night. I'm KNSS meteorologist Jennifer Naramore. And now we do have some fog in the area. Cloudy sky, 44 degrees, and we have an east wind at 7 miles per hour. Stephen, 10 in the morning. Today is Thursday, December 8th, 2022. And on this date in 1941, the United States entered World War II as Congress declared war against Imperial Japan. That was the day after, of course, the attack on Pearl Harbor, which is is December 7th, as we told you yesterday. Yeah, that was back in the days when Congress declared war instead of the president. Let's see. Since then? Since then, no. Zero for about five on Congress declaring war. Interesting point, Ted. 7.36 now, Stephen, Ted, in the morning. Legally, that's how it's supposed to work. Yeah. But, uh, you know, we had to no, – we had other things. Uh, 7.36, Stephen, Ted, and I, I, I jumped the gun a little bit yesterday and went on Facebook and, and did a, a post about my wife and I meeting on this date. It's December 8, 1969. Yesterday I was kind of confused. I don't know. I was – I was muddling through some things and getting some things wrong. Anyway, I got the date wrong, but the story is there. And then a lot of people had a chance to really 
Thank you, friends, for responding to our Facebook post about uh, how we met. And it seems to be something that people are interested in. So I'm just going to tell you real quick how we met. I had I worked with a man whose wife uh, ran the Taco Tico at uh, Central and Broadway, Carol Reed. She also had a, ran the one out on West Street. She was a, one of the original Taco Tico employees. Very, very good woman. Nice. She and Bob, her husband, terrific people. Well, Bob came to work. He said, hey, uh, said yeah, you know, my wife says they got, they got a pretty good-looking uh, woman there, a nice uh, young woman working up there at the Taco Tico. Maybe you ought to go and check that out. So... Maybe you ought to go check that out. So, you know, <laughs> being young and free and single, I got together Why not? with my friend and co-worker, Don Klausmeyer, and away we went. And we went there, and sure enough, there was Shelly. She was working behind the counter. They wouldn't let her on the on the, on the the meat tray or anything. They had, she had to take the money. But uh, Did she, was she, did she have, they have some little outfit? Some oh, she only have this little, this little smock she wore. Okay. Which was... As she said, you never get to smell of grease out of that thing. But anyway, no, 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 that's true. So Don and I went anyway. up to the window and we started talking to her and found out, you know, she went to Madonna and uh, high school and, and and Don went to Carol and they were talking about people they knew that going back and forth. And I'm standing there watching. Even what's going through your mind? I'm standing there watching and Ooh, I said, uh, very fetching. Finally, Don went to the restroom and I stood up and came up and said, "Hey, how'd you like to go out to breakfast with me after you get off here?" Hey now, she said, "What? Bold? You haven't said a word to me." I said, "Well, here's your chance, you know. I'm young. I'm eligible. This it didn't go exactly this way, but uh, anyway, I convinced her. So we went out to breakfast and uh, had an omelet, and from then on, it seemed to be destined, as they say. Now, where'd you go to breakfast? Uh, the Pancake House over there on the Kellogg. There were several of them in the area, and. Uh, I do. I think we both had an omelet that night. Nice. Got to know each other, and, and one thing led to another, and here we are. Uh, that was on this date in 1969 oh that my. we met. And my joke is that that evening, uh, before she went to work, Shelley had gone across the street over there to the cathedral. Uh, there was a because it was the it feast was a, of the Immaculate Conception. Right. That's the feast, and she was over there. And I have said over the years that while she was there, I think she probably. Prayed for a good man to come along, and I am and obviously the answer to the her prayer prayers. was answered. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's been a good, it's been a good relationship. It's been yeah, everybody has been together ever down, since. But, but what, somehow, <laughs> and what the was the second date planned before the uh, omelet was done? Uh, I I knew we were going to have some more dates. No okay. doubt about that. And I All right. figured out how I was going to communicate with her and what the phone number was going to be and mm-hmm. what and. And uh, I was I was down there the next day for lunch. I was going to say <laughs> how quick. Yeah, didn't take long, but uh, yeah, we uh, as we say we went and checked it out and found out. <laughs> there you go. That's the story. That's the story. That's pretty and sweet. That's it. It's 1969, and yeah, she's she stuck around all those years. She's stuck. Yeah, she's been stuck with me. There you go. 7:40 now. Stephen dead here on KNS. Had many chances to bolt, but oh, she's still yeah. here. Oh yeah, I don't know. Coming up, we've got the Wichita Business Journal update. Textron defense contract Bless her heart. Could, <laughs> could lead to bigger things. That's on the way. Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseballs and boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseballs and boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Steven 10 in the morning, KNSS 744 now here on this Thursday morning, December 8th. Three big things. Valley Center students go back to school after one-day cancellation of classes because of an online threat. Sedgwick County Commission votes 3-2 to two for a 3% increase in their pay. President Biden speaks at annual vigil for victims of gun violence, urges Congress to pass firearms laws. Three big things, Stephen Ted on KNSS. Yesterday up at the North Junction, we had some new road construction start up. This road construction uh, closes the ramp from K254 to southbound I-135. That's going to remain closed for the next couple of months. Uh, that closure started yesterday, so this morning might be the first time you're encountering it. Again, that uh, is closed. The K254 exit to southbound I-135. Traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers. Cloudy today with a 30% chance for early rain and a high today of 50 degrees. Yesterday's high in Wichita, 47 degrees. Decreasing clouds and cool tonight, the overnight low 28. And then on Friday, increasing clouds again with a high tomorrow again of 50 degrees. Now a cloudy sky. We have an east wind at 7 miles per hour and 44 degrees. Stocks ended mixed Wednesday after a slump in tech stocks. The Dow up two points. The S&P down seven. The Nasdaq off by 56. Bank CEOs warning of a rough 2023, predicting an economic downturn next year. And when Wall Street talks, investors listen energy, tech, and financial sectors lagged. Of course, markets are cautious ahead of next week's Fed meeting, eyeing a 50 basis point rate hike. Even so, productivity numbers moved higher as oil prices fell to a new 2022 low. In New York, Jerry Willis, Fox News. Let's take a look at a local business update from the Wichita Business Journal. The award this week of the U.S. Army's initial Black Hawk replacement contract to the Bell unit of Textron includes $232 million to set the stage for potentially billions more in value. According to official notice of the future long-range attack aircraft award from the U.S. Department of Defense, which notes the December 5th award date, 
$232 million among the $1.3 billion contract ceiling was obligated at the time of the award for research, development, testing, and evaluation of the winning V280 Valor tilt rotor. The initial win puts within Textron's grasp an overall program that's now estimated to be worth about $70 billion in total sales. After six months and actions at the city and county levels, a zoning change for a potential $110 million residential and commercial development project in northwest Wichita cleared its final approval this week. Meanwhile, another project that also aims to deliver housing to the area has embarked on what could be a similar road involving annexation into the city. Wichita City Council voted yesterday to, uh, for this Tuesday to approve changing the zoning of 101 acres off the southwest corner of 21st Street and 151st Street West near Ascension via Christie St. Teresa from rural residential to two-family residential and limited commercial. Net Development wants to develop the property, which is adjacent to where the Kansas Department of Transportation long-discussed Northwest Bypass would go through. And that's business news this morning, courtesy Wichita Business Journal. Northwest Bypass, Ted, they've been talking about that for years. A long time, yeah. They, and then when they finally started, it's going to take another 15 or 20 oh, yeah. years to get it done. I'll so. be long gone. The northwest part of the town is a pretty good, much a booming residential area, and it's at some point, they're going to need that. But, uh, again, <laughs> yeah, we'll be long gone by the time that comes oh, yeah. around. Let's see here. Uh, the first ever auction of uh, leases to develop commercial-scale floating wind farms in the deep waters off the West Coast raised $757 million in bids from mostly European companies. The auction offered two adjoining lease areas in Northern California and three in Central California that have the potential to generate 4.5 gigawatts of energy. That's enough for $1.5 million homes. It doesn't say for how long. It could be a week. <laughs> or to make a DeLorean travel into the future. Well, the I, I guess, uh, yeah. Well, it's a, uh, yeah, that's a wind farm, so it's renewable energy, right? Well, it's what they say. Now, is Wichita a fun city, Ted? <laughs> Boy, there's a loaded question. <laughs> well... I, I don't uh, okay, I'll put it this way. I don't think we're a fun city, but people here we, it's it's certainly possible to have fun. Yeah. It's not like I we're I don't think as a city as a whole we would classify ourselves as a fun city. Not like we're a, a hustle bustle and high stress community at all. Well, that's true. But Wallet Hub, of course, has looked into this matter. You know how they do their little surveys. Well they've compared more than one hundred and eighty US cities based on sixty five key metrics. They range from fitness centers per capita to movie well, why, costs. Why is that fun? To average open hours of breweries. Oh, okay. There you go. A lot of people like to go to a fitness center. It's a lot of For fun. For fun? Yeah. Work out. Get yourself a, get your heart bump, pumping up there. All right. We got the, uh, give me the top, what, the bottom five or the top five? Let's do top five. Top five. Number five, fun city. Funnest city in the U.S. is New Orleans. We'll see. Mardi Gras. We can't compete with that. Number four, Atlanta, Georgia. Great city. Number three, Miami, Florida. Another beautiful place. And number two, I'm sure because of of the Disney connection, Orlando. Orlando, of course. Got the number one. Multiple theme parks. Fun city. We have no theme parks. No brainer. Number one is Vegas. Las Vegas. Yeah. Bottom five. Bottom five. Least these are the least Least fun fun cities. 
on the list. Number 178, Santa Rosa, California. Mm. Sorry, Santa Rosa. Number 179, Moreno Valley, California. Okay. Number These are flatlining on me here. Number 180, Oxnard, California. Oh, boy. These, these poor small towns in California yeah. are taking it. Number 181 is South Burlington, Vermont. South Burlington, not Burlington. Not Burlington, mm-hmm. South Burlington. And number 182 at the bottom, Pearl City, Hawaii. Ah, place in Hawaii. Pearl, Pearl City, City, Hawaii. Now, you ask, okay. where does Wichita come in? Right, right in the middle? middle? Pretty much. Okay. This is That's 180 cities. Right. Uh, Kansas City comes in at 46. All right. Omaha, 52. Yeah, number 53 is Tulsa. Number 58, Oklahoma City, all bunched together right there. Down the list uh, at 93, Overland Park. Apparently not a, not a fun city. Because at 77, ahead of Overland Park, Wichita, Kansas. We're ahead of the OP. Yeah. Sweet. How about that? That never happens. Well, fun we're in the top c- half. Fun city. We beat the median. Yeah. A fun, fun, fun city USA. We put that on our... On the billboard coming into tons town. Of fun. We got we got yeah. a new baseball stadium. We got all these Christmas light displays you can go to. They've got great shopping. We, we we've got rejuvenated neighborhoods and restaurants. I, we got Hatman Jacks. Mm-hmm. Got the Monarch. Yep. Got, got the Steven, soccer basketball. The Stephen Ted Show, which nobody else has. Nobody in the country's got this. See, this is a fun place. I guess I need to rethink my outlook. Now, Maybe we are a fun city. <laughs> Now that you bring it up, it is. Hey, I got something I want to share, a quick note. You know, there's fun people here, too. There's a lot of people in this town that I enjoy their company and they make me laugh. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Maybe that's the way I should put it. That's true. And then we got a lot of fun residents here. The the people are fun. It's like like a laugh a minute. The the, the people of Wichita. (laughs) Right. You're right. I just, I can't, when I ever get around people from Wichita, I can't stop laughing. I laugh all the time. Okay, Uh, 753 with Steve and Ted. Oh, I was going to mention the fact that uh, uh, my late grandfather Goldie Goldie Smith, one of the th- the things that he did, he was he, he had no musical training at all, okay, but he wanted to learn to play the violin, so he taught himself, and then he wanted to play the mandolin, so he bought one. He got, I don't know where he got it, Monkey Wards or someplace, you know, so he got a little mandolin, learned to play that. Wow. And he would go to church at the Baptist Church in this little tiny town in western Kansas on Sunday. The only time he did not wear overalls, he'd have his nice shirt on and a little string tie. And he'd play the violin or he'd play the I saw him a number of times. He plays some church music. That's fantastic. Yeah. So when he passed, you know, the, he had a lot of neat things uh, that we grandkids wanted. But I somehow got his mandolin. Really? Yeah. And I don't know how to play or anything, but it's good. It's just a nice thing to put on the mantle. Uh, a display and something to talk about. It had the strings were off of it. It wasn't in very good shape. I did take it to uh, uh, Damn Music, D-A-M-M Music mm-hmm. out of the west side, uh-huh. and had those guys uh, restring they, they it, put some it string in it, and, and uh, clean it up a little bit for me so it, it looks pretty good, and uh, I appreciate what they did. And, well, that's a pretty cool story. Uh, yeah, when they, when, they, when they gave it to me, they said, now, here's where you play this. And I said, hey, I can't play it. I can't play it. But uh, it is. it was my granddad, so. That's really awesome. That's keep my house. I I admire people that take the initiative to do things like that, to yeah. teach themselves a skill. Oh yeah. I, I mean I I don't think I have it in me. I'm sure it's in me, but I just don't have the. I think I think my granddad taught himself almost everything. I he know, knew. and I think people in that generation tend to do that more than we do now. He was a he was a mechanic who or a plumber, a carpenter. He could do anything, 
And he taught himself, I'll guarantee you. So anyway. I can just imagine Steve teaching himself to play violin. Mm. You got to start somewhere. Yeah. yeah. I suppose. I mean, look at Henny. Henny Youngman. <laughs> you know, my See, daughter. He's, al- he's already picking it up. When my daughter was in grade school, she decided to take up the violin. This is very. This is reminiscent. Yeah. yeah. This what, is her first. going on? Her first recital right yeah. there. Mm. Some people have it, some don't. Yeah. Mm. All right. <laughs> Steven said the morning here on KNSS. Coming up 8 o'clock. Uh, stay with us in the 8 o'clock hour this morning. Central County Commissioners vote themselves a pay raise. Why not? Christmas is coming. Ted has sports on the way, right, Ted? Yeah, of course, our uh, weekly Minute with Mitch on a Thursday morning. We'll start to preview the Chiefs game on Sunday, and that'll be coming up after sports in That's a few good. minutes. You get plus energy. we got entertainment news on the way. The Blur's coming up. Yeah, we got a lot of great items in the Blur. Entertainment news, that'll be at 8.35 this morning. Looking forward to that. Plus traffic and weather in the 8 o'clock hour with Steve and Ted on 98.7 and 13.30 KNSS. Get with T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.